Usually, you get the Mickey Mutineers podcast, where we talk everything Disney. But sometimes... You get the Mutineer Disaster Hour, where we talk everything else. It's like Duck Duck Goose, the shitty podcast. And we're here! Hi, everybody! Hi, Jake. Josh, would you have just freaked out if I pointed at you and you had no notes? What would you have done? No, I I was actually worrying a little bit that I didn't have notes when you started. That's why I asked you if we had that intro for the Disaster Hour now. Oh, I mean, it's a pre-recorded intro. It's pretty Am I echoing? I'm I'm in the bathroom. I just want to make sure I'm not echoing. I mean, it's a slight echo, but it's not bad. It sounds like you're in the bathroom. Are you pooping? Uh, not at the moment. <laughs> well, I could tell you he's not, not pooping. Who? Yes. What? What? Look, there, there's a lot of questions being raised already, and this is already a disaster hour. Josh, what are you doing in the bathroom? Don't hit, Josh! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bathroom murders are always fun. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> That is not. (laughs) Oh, this is awkward. (laughs) Well, we got our final, our end clip already. So, I mean, mean, we might as well just wrap this show up. (laughs) JK, gosh dang. Uh, Guys, before we get into anything. (laughs) We have a special guest today. Uh... (laughs) He needs to stay in the green room, though, Mr. Crumb, until until your time is here. So we're doing a little bit of a combo episode. I know it's labeled as Mutineer Disaster Hour, but hey, one one of us went to Disney World, and we're not just going to let that slide. So we're going to slam that into the middle of the Disaster Hour. You're going to get a special Mickey Mutineers edition segment of the Disaster Hour. This is the crossover everyone has been asking for. People have been asking? You mean nobody? Nobody, that's the one. This is the crossover that nobody has been asking for. But before we do anything, guys, I want to start this off with a a recommendation I got from Josh. Uh Uh-huh. Where I went out and purchased a ginger-snapped Mountain Dew. Oh, I've had one of those. How is it? I don't know. I I saved it for air. But I wanted to do it first because I'm thirsty. (laughs) Oh yeah, do that first. Uh, then I'll tell you my thoughts on it. Okay, here we go. This is this. Is, so it is. Now it's it's not ginger Mountain Dew, which I was hoping it would be. Mm. <laughs> no. Fine. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> ginger Mountain Dew would be good though. It's it's gingerbread Mountain Dew. But you gotta be careful. Though. Oh really? Yeah. You gotta be careful because uh, ginger snaps. <laughs> yeah, I hate you. Always looking for a handout. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna smell it first. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it smells like. Why do you? Why did you just smell your butthole? <laughs> because it smells like gingerbread. Okay, now the Mountain Dew. Oh, that smells like gingerbread too. <laughs> you're, you're wait, bro- wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> if they both smelled like gingerbread, you had one vastly <laughs> different reaction to one of them. <laughs> You did the other for the same smell. <laughs> well, like one of them made sense. I, I've been sitting on cookies all day. Got to keep them warm. 
Who's Cookie? <laughs> Again, asking questions that we don't need to have the answers to right now, and I'm thirsty. Here we go. Wait for it. Wait for it. It's... There it is. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Why does it taste like potpourri at the end? It tastes like gingerbread like at the end. But like a ginger potpourri. How, potpourri. How much potpourri do you taste? I don't taste much, but I sit on a lot. And, okay, this... I feel like you, everything you're doing is wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking a ginger snapped Mountain Dew. Okay, here's here's my problem with this. I drink Mountain Dew because it's refreshing. Like, it, it quenches the thirst. Where, like, ginger snap cookies are the exact opposite of that. Like, they're good. I like ginger snap cookies. But in no way are they refreshing. They don't quench any thirst. They actually supply their own thirst, and they add to whatever thirst you had previously going into the ginger snap cookie. So this Mountain Dew beverage is very confusing right now. Because at first it is refreshing, but then towards the end I'm like, this is a cookie. But I've submitted, and this is my beverage for this episode. What if you, uh, like, mixed it with vodka and made a mule out of it? No, it's not ginger. It's gingerbread. But it's still got ginger, right? But it doesn't taste like ginger. Look. Uh, uh, okay, here's how I'm going to put this. I'm confused. No, here, here, you'll understand this. Cinnamon, like the actual actual cinnamon, has a very cinnamon flavor. It tastes like cinnamon. But then cinnamon right. candy tastes nothing like cinnamon. It's just spicy and terrible, and I hate it. But they're both called cinnamon. Yeah, it's... It, yeah, I, I, I don't understand how the candy can be called cinnamon. Right. It's a crime against humanity. Like, I'm pretty sure cinnamon candy goes against the Geneva Convention. I guarantee you. And no one's yeah, raising questions. You know, there's a lot of things that probably do, though. Yeah, starting with cinnamon candy. I mean, if I'm being honest. Oh, now is not the time for honesty. That picture... <laughs> okay, you know what? <laughs> Josh, please send me that picture for later. Thanks. Anyway. (laughs) Where was I? I was on a good cinnamon rant. Oh, anyway, cinnamon's terrible. So I feel like the difference between cinnamon candy and cinnamon, the actual spice, is the difference between ginger, the actual spice, and gingerbread. It's just all candied up and spiced up. So what you're saying is there's too much cinnamon in that Mountain Dew? There might be. Is there any? Wait, do they put cinnamon in gingerbread? I don't know. Oh, there's caffeine in there. Oh, I'm not going to sleep tonight. This is fantastic. Hey, guys, this is going to be a four-hour episode, and I am pumped! Woo! (laughs) Every time I see these little gingerbread dudes, I just think of the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. The Muffin Man! (laughs) Who who lives on Drury Lane? (laughs) Thanks, Jordan. High five. Yay. <laughs> so uh b- before speaking of jordan jordan you went to disney world and we're gonna get into that in just a second but first i do want to make an announcement that guys this is quite possibly our last episode using this program see <laughs> josh got all excited and i don't yeah. give me hope. You got half of the pr- the paying audience excited. 
Wait, you guys pay? What's half of zero percent? Hold on, I'll get the calculator. Um, never mind. It's twelve. <laughs> you didn't carry the one right. Oh, it's twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I announce this is in case this comes out as some wild ass time traveling episode where my audio always comes first. Uh, hopefully this yeah. to brag about. It, it, it out. Like when I, when I listen back and you answer my questions before I ask them. No, that's normal. Fry sauce. I, I, I always think that you have like traction control or something. Damn it. <laughs> or ES. I'm sorry. ESPN. No ESP. Oh. What am I thinking? Of? No, I bundled. Oh, I bundled that with my Hulu and my Disney Plus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my nose is itching. Oh, am I allergic to gingerbread? Shit. You might, you might be allergic to all that cocaine you just did. No, I'm definitely... Mm, well, maybe. <laughs> Science. I don't know. Is your, is, your, is your nose burning? A little bit, yeah. And my sphincter's kind of tingling, too. So Why are you drinking uh, Mountain Dew through your nose? Follow-up follow follow question. Uh, did you chase it with holy water? <laughs> no, I'm fresh out. Uh, I switched to a Himalayan uh, rock salt now. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And to did you do a line Josh's, of that? What? Did you do a line of that? Uh, yeah, I cut that up with uh, yeah, my that, gingerbread nutmeg. That, that was. Well, you're supposed to snort the cocaine and put the rock salt on your food. Oh. I put it all in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, Just there's a lot you. of blood vessels in there. It absorbs really quickly. You know what? It's getting weird. We should move on. As Jordan shows a thermal detonator in his mouth. Jordan, I need to know, where did you get that thermal detonator? The floor is yours. But I'm going to switch the background. Uh, I've got some upstairs, too. Cocaine? Some thermal detonators? Thermal detonators. Oh. They, they look exactly like Jordan's, except for the one that's green. The, uh, this is the only one I needed to complete my thermal detonator collection, so it came home with me. And then I forgot that I had it for a few days. <laughs> so I'm, drink I'm drinking it now. Glad I'm not the only one doing coke. Oh, hey, did you uh, did you happen to stop by Bucky's? Because I need some more of Actually, these. Actually, I did stop by Bucky's, and we did get some of those. Did you get me some of those, though? No, I did not. Did you bring me Damn. a toy? <laughs> no, I did not. Did you buy I a brought, beaver? I bought... Why, what have you heard? <laughs> well, Bucky's has got the beaver. We stopped at Bucky's going and coming back. Ooh. Ooh, us too. Did you get a brisket sandwich? Uh, I got the brisket sandwich only because they were out of the pork sandwich or they didn't have any pork sandwiches made. Ah. Ha if they had the pork sandwich, I would have grabbed the pork because I think the pork is the better of the two. Yeah, th that one did not have... Uh, we stopped at the same one on our way down and back and they did not have the pork sandwiches either time. Uh, I can tell you uh, if you ever make your way up to the new one in Calhoun, mm -hmm. uh, they 
they usually have a pretty uh, good supply of the pork sandwiches. Uh, I can tell you that we bought a lot of beaver nuggets. <laughs> I'm not mature enough for that, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're called. <laughs> I believe you. I'm just saying I'm not mature enough for that. Well, I they're downstairs. I, I should have brought them up here. Yes, do, Jake. Do they taste like vanilla? Uh, <laughs> they... Do they taste like vanilla? No, I mean, we actually got some uh, white fudge-covered beaver nuggets. <laughs> no, Josh is right. I'm not mature enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, guys. I tried so hard. I mean, I mean, you're you're missing out. I, I, I probably am. And, you know, next time I'm at Bucky's, <laughs> I'm going to try to find some fudge-covered chocolate nuggets from the beaver. What were they? Chocolate salty balls. That's the one. No, that's not what I said. They're the sweaty balls. Ooh. <laughs> the sweaty beaver balls. <laughs> I think this has turned into something completely different than what it started. <laughs> yeah, this is a weird yeah, Disney World trip report. <laughs> What'd you say, Josh? It's the same conversation still. Oh. <laughs> so... Uh, we stopped at Bucky's going and coming back. We got snacks there. I got a sandwich on the way back. Oh, uh, we got the the uh, biscuits because we, we left really Ooh, early. Nice. And when we stopped, it was probably about 630 in the morning when we stopped. Or maybe it was like 7 a.m., something like that. We stopped and I got the uh, just like a bacon, egg and cheese biscuit. It was good. The biscuit was I, I mean, I feel like I've had better biscuits, but as far as biscuits from a gas station, that's probably the best one I've had. I mean, I, I so. gotta say, I, I mean, I haven't tried Bucky's, but uh, QT actually has some pretty good biscuit sandwiches. I'm not brave enough to try the biscuit sandwiches from QT, at least not yet. I do know that in order to, I guess, compete with Bucky's, they started adding those that that food service area in the back of all the QTs. Mm-hmm. So, oh, just so maybe maybe I'll get brave. Just wait, and wait, try wait it. until we start getting the uh, the the Wahoo or Wahoo Waha Woohoo Wawa Wawa. That's the one. Wait till we get those up this way. Wait, their sandwiches are fucking phenomenal. Wawa was the correct guess. Yeah, they're all over in Central Florida. Oh, I don't know what that means. It's a Pennsylvania station. Ooh, like Hess. Uh, they, they, they're out of business. They they all turned into a, a speedway track, but not racetrack. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but you, you, you at the speedway stations you can still find occasionally the Hess gas track truck toys. It's the same company. They just rebranded the the uh, stores. Oh, you know what? That's a good idea. Uh, Josh, I'm rebranding us. Our last name is now Speedway. Nice. Now when I go into uh, Speedways, they'll be like, oh, are you the owner of the company? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm driving a 1984 Pontiac Fiero, and I own <laughs> fucking Hess gas station, stupid. <laughs> and I'm checking into a Hilton Doubletree. Just give me my cookie, and let's never speak of this again. <laughs> anyway, I'm Jake Speedway. 
<laughs> it kind of has a cool ring to it. Yeah, it does. It does. Anyway, uh, Jordan, since we adopted you, you're now Jordan Speedway Gasly. It's high. Yeah. Or kind of like the Ramones. <laughs> Except talented. <laughs> no, wait. No, wait. Except they're talented. <laughs> Pronoun problems. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, that's a quote from that Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> Animaniacs? No, from the, the the duck season, rabbit season one. When they're like, do you want, do you want to shoot me now or take me home? <laughs> shoot him now, shoot him now! Anyway. <laughs> oh, God, that was... That's one of the best cartoons there is. Yeah. All right. Back to Jordan. Jordan, tell us about your trip. <laughs> yeah. So I took a trip to Walt Disney World, uh, Walter Elias Disney World. And I'm not going to go into crazy detail of the stuff that I did every day because it's Disney World. We've all been to Disney World. People listening have more than likely been to Disney World. I just made a list of things uh, about this trip specifically uh, that I just thought were interesting or stood out. So uh, that's that's what I'm going to be doing. But first, I want to talk about the person who helped me book my my stay at Walter Elias Disney World. Our friend uh, friend of the show, Jillian. Woo! Jillian, as you wish. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Jillian. Uh, on the way down there, she sent me a message and said, hey, you guys have a really fun time. When you check in, uh, there's something for you at the at the check-in desk. And I said, what? And she left us this like little gift box, uh, which had some pretty cool stuff in it. It had like a little plush animal. It had uh, two necklaces of like the Christmas tree light necklaces. So if we were out at night, we could have those blinking Christmas tree light <laughs> necklaces. Uh, it had... It had something else in there. I can't remember what, but it also had two postcard-sized prints of um, the Tiki Room, which I thought was really nice of her to uh, to to think of us and, and leave a nice little gift box. Awesome. So shout out to Jillian. Uh, can, can, uh, can I pause you right there? Yes. Now that sounds great and everything, but uh, when I went in March, my travel agent did way cooler than yours. I'm sorry, but like she sent me. <laughs> now I feel mean. It's the same person. We're the same person. <laughs> like I couldn't even finish the joke. <laughs> we love Jillian. <laughs> She's the best. Yeah, no, she sent me like lanyards and pins and uh, maps for my kids to get all prepped and excited. It was great. Nice. Pens, pens and pins. It was fantastic. So, uh, yeah. There's no. some other stuff in the box, too, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, and I'm going to feel bad for not remembering what's in there. It's but, downstairs. Otherwise, I'd go and grab it. Yeah. But, yeah, double shout out to Jillian. And that's why uh, we we're recording on a Tuesday night, because we had to take last night off because it was Jillian's birthday. So also happy birthday to Jillian. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, this is something that stood out for me. <laughs> yes, Josh. <laughs> Uh, and I know that you've both experienced it because you've been there since they've reopened. But the new security setup when you enter the parks. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I really like it. Yeah, I thought it was. I mean, I, 
I had to every day when we went to the park, I had to dig stuff out of my my messenger bag and hold it in front of me. But I I don't know. Like I thought it felt it felt like it was a smoother ride Wait, than having what you you had to take stuff out of your bag. Bro? You yeah. They just they just let us through with my, like I had my camel pack and your camel toe. <laughs> well, that too. No, more of a moose knuckle. It's mammal toe. <laughs> camel. Never mind. Uh, but no, they didn't make us take anything out of our bags and hold them in front well, of us. I had I had my sunglasses case. I had my rechargeable battery for my phone, and then I had my camera case. And one of those three things is what kept uh, making the thing go. Off. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the bell. The, yeah, the bell. yeah. So we, I had we, to I had to take all of those things and hold them out in front of me as I passed through. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, we have the little uh, white phone rechargers that you can trade off in the parks, and th- those did not set, set it off at rods. all. Yeah, that's the one. So, um, I thought that, yeah, I like the new security. I thought it, I thought it uh, flowed a bit better. Um, we ate at a new restaurant, new to us restaurant at Disney Springs. Uh, I know it; it's fairly new in general, um, but it's the last restaurant right next to the the uh, Cirque du Soleil building. It's called City Works. It's kind of it's essentially like a, a classy bar food place. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's 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 the tap house. Um, I was talking about that one time when uh, we're talking about the MBA experience closing. Okay, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> Uh, we went and we had a couple different beers one night, and the the main part of their menu was just burgers. So I got uh, a pretty decent burger. I got like a a pulled pork burger. So they just put smoked mm. pork on top of a cheeseburger, and I was happy. It was all right. Like I didn't I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. So, but it's uh you know it's at Disney Springs, so it's gonna be it's like a twenty dollar cheeseburger. So what are you gonna do? Uh, guys, I do want to talk about something serious. Uh, and I don't know if any of you can relate. Josh, I think you might be able to relate a little bit more than, than Jake or or not. I don't know. But, guys, we're we're not spring chickens anymore. We're all in our 30s. Uh, we are? Oh, well, we're all over the age of 30. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Josh got excited. <laughs> Take those years it? away. <laughs> um, can I can I talk to you about uh, talk to you about something very serious that I want to bring up to the Disney World company? What is up with ride cars and the lack of lumbar support? And I'm specifically looking at Toy Story Midway Mania. <laughs> because that is I, I think the most uncomfortable ride car. I have ever been in like that, that uh, back to where the seat meets the back is like a perfect 90 degree angle. And it is mm-hmm. uncomfortable. I, I think I have a nice answer for you though. Really? Lay it on. Um, fairly certain it's probably, it boils down to the cost of the mold. Well then, cause they're, they're plastic seats, then they right? Should mold it more comfortably. <laughs> They, 
I'm not disagreeing with that statement. I'm just saying this is a cost cost analysis benefit. Cost hey, benefit analysis. I love the haunted mansion, <laughs> but sometimes the doom buggy huh? is just uncomfortable. So but, yeah, but you're still gonna ride it. Yeah. So they're gonna go with the cheapest way to get you sitting in it, and you still oh, ride it. Man, I feel like I have the worst Dude. posture anytime I'm on Toy Story Midway Mania. They, they they could put you in motherfucking Riddler's Revenge bicycle seats, and you would still ride it. He doesn't get that reference, Josh. Jake knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was sad. So hold on, For, I want to circle back. <laughs> I do want to tell that story, but now circle back to this this issue that Jordan's having because not only is uh, did you just raise your hand? <laughs> anyway, not only <laughs> not only is Jordan correct that those seats are uncomfortable. Midway Mania is probably the number one ride where you are the most active. Like, yeah. there's a lot of movement yeah. going on. Around. Yeah. Pulling a string, trying to not get forearm all sore. You know what's great about that wrong, that ride? You know, I'm right-handed, so I can sit there and go, pop, 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 for about 30 seconds, and I'm done. Got a yeah. nap after that. <laughs> <laughs> I usually smoke after that ride, but that's just me. <laughs> but, I mean, you can say that they spared some expense on these ride seats because Jordan's not wrong. I I just, I think we, it's 2021 about to be 2022. I just think that <laughs> Disney of all corporations can spend the extra coin to make these ride cars a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, no, com- that's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking for. You should just I go mean, into the park my, with your listen, own lumbar. Listen, no, hold on, hold on. My my resort fees went up. My my park tickets went up. You're charging me for this Genie Plus, which we'll get to uh, at the end of this, because I'm going to talk about that last. Uh, and you're charging for these a la carte rides. You're telling me that you can't spend the extra, I don't know, couple couple grand to make these things more comfortable? Bullshit. Bullshit. I call bullshit. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling bullshit on that one, too. I'm calling bullshit. All right, I'm moving on. Uh, the big top store in in uh, Fantasyland, in the, the little circus area. So this is one of Chelsea's favorite gift shops to go and check in because it's got the it's got the bakery, like the mini confectionery in the center. And then it's got pins and shirts and all on the outside. We walked in. All of like the souvenir portions are gone. And they put tables in there. Like dining tables? Yeah, like like little two or three person tables. Which shop so is this? This is the, the big top store in right next to Dumbo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they just got they just took all of the merchandise out of that store and they just put tables for you. Like if you want to go in there and get a snack, you can just sit at one of the tables inside. And Chelsea was like, oh, I want to go to the big top store. I want to go to the big top. And we went and it was just tables. And she's like, this fucking sucks. I was like, yeah, yeah, this does kind of suck. So I thought that that was a, a, a change that I wasn't expecting. Well, usually 
they don't take merchandise away. Like usually right. they they add the merchandise. Right. Right. This is weird. What kind of topsy turvy yeah. world are we living in? Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is there a store in the executed Dumbo now? I don't think so. I don't think there is an executed. No, there is no executed but Dumbo. It, it's Dumbo. <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't a Dumbo gift store. It was just like you could get get a lot of the stuff from the Emporium yeah, I, at that place too. So I don't. So, I don't know what the deal is. Speaking of that, this one of my big bitches right now. Remember back when each store sold slightly different merchandise? Like you could only get this certain item at the Emporium, or you could only get it over at. Shit. Does Disney World have a store by the freaking Splash Mountain? Or is that Disneyland? But, anyways. There's there's a a Splash Mountain gift shop. Like, yeah, okay. But, you know, and then, like, Mouse Gears had its certain Mouse Gears only stuff. And, you know, in the different stores and the studios had their certain stuff. But now it's like everything except for, you know, Star Wars Land sells the same stuff. Oh, well, we'll get into that. <laughs> oh, so, that, so that, that's not true anymore either? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to move over to Epcot. Uh, and here's a fun story. I bumped into former AEW world champion Kenny Omega at the Japan Pavilion. I know that you guys aren't wrestling guys. But uh, Kenny Omega is kind of a big deal in the wrestling world. And I bumped into him, and I got a picture with him, and he was super nice. I saw that picture. I didn't know who it was. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I don't know what any of those words mean. I'm Bump sorry. I'm really right. sorry. The picture is a no, photograph. You, no, you know what they mean. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> you, you understood AEW. them. You just don't know. I, AEW and, and, and Lester Brock, and who'd you run into? I didn't say Lester or Brock. <laughs> So you, so so you, what what you just told me was that you one hundred percent understood what I said. You just wanted to be a dick. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. Um, Maybe. <laughs> well, I don't know what AEW is though. I well, I understand it's probably a wrestling thing because yeah. there's a W in there. AEW, all elite wrestling. Oh, ah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, like. He is in pterodactyl. Oh, because the That's W is nothing. an R. There sounds like one. Yeah. I've never, I've never peed on yeah. a pterodactyl. So anyway. <laughs> you, should, you should try it sometime. <laughs> uh, speaking of Epcot. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Uh, Jillian's here. She says, sorry, I'm late. I was wrapping my boss's office. I don't know what that means, but I'm glad you're here, Jillian. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I hope she like when having... she said that she's wrapping her boss's office. I hope she recorded a sick beat. Uh, yeah, I was, I was just thinking of, of you know just rap battle in the boss's office. Uh, Jillian just missed me talking about Kenny Omega. So that's uh... <laughs> and before that we talked about it. Sounds like an character. Sounds like a what? Uh, but speaking of Epcot. Uh, <laughs> 
there were a lot of random stores that were just closed. Yeah. Not just through Epcot. I'm talking about at a whole bunch of the other parks as well. Uh, let's see what was closed. The the back half of the China Pavilion was closed. Oh, weird. So there's the store that's kind of directly behind the quick service and at Nine Dragons. Uh-huh. <laughs> that whole portion yeah. is open, but the portion that's behind the theater closed. Just closed. So so. You know, when I was working in Orlando, I had the Epcot after four. I've actually seen that quite a bit. And that was that was what, 2018? So not not done with my story. <laughs> OK, sorry. So sorry. Uh, the whole right half of the Germany pavilion was closed. Like the Christmas store was open and the the little um, like middle section where you can buy the steins. And then the back portion with all the glasswork and the uh, the caramel shop was open. But the part on the other side that sells like all the, like the German toys and the German uh, like the Haribo gummy bears and everything, that whole that whole section was closed. Not the gummy bears. That's weird. Um, su- surprisingly, all of uh, Japan was open. I-, I think like a huge section of Morocco was closed as well. Um, I'm trying to think. I've definitely seen that before, too. There was, um, I I also want to say that part of the UK pavilion was closed. But, like, I I know know I'm talking about Epcot, but even in Hollywood Studios, the Muppet store was closed. Yeah, it was closed when we went, too. The Muppet Muppet store was closed. The, The Christmas shop that's in that back corner was closed. Yep, and then something else was yep. closed. Oh, uh, but, Hollywood down Hollywood and Vine. The like when you're going towards Tower of Terror, the first store on your left that usually has all the villain stuff in there. Mm-hmm. That whole strip was closed. So I've not seen that closed before, but I've definitely seen um, the last few years the uh, Muppet Store and the Christmas Shop closed quite a bit. Like, but I can, like, I can like tell you whenever we went in 2020, but before the shutdown, like all of the stores that I'm mentioning right now were 100 percent open. Yeah, we had our annual passes in uh, 17 and 18, and uh, I, I've definitely seen the Muppet store and the Christmas store closed more often than open. The Launch Bay store was closed. What? Yeah. Weird. Weird. The launch bay. Surprisingly, you could still go into the exhibit. There, there were no meet and greets, but the store where like you would exit through the gift shop, that was closed, mm-hmm. and that was kind of a bummer because I actually really liked that that gift shop. That was cool to get like the non Galaxy's Edge, mm-hmm. Star Wars stuff. Yeah, and they also yeah had, they had some pretty cool shit. They also had one of those like D Tech machines where you could get a customized Magic Band or phone case. Oh. Or something. So, I mean, you can you can do that at the co-op, but it was just another place. Yeah. It's, you can do the same thing at the, at the gift shop exiting Space Mountain. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, they've got all the tab screens. But I just I thought it was weird that all of these stores were closed. And the more I thought about it, it's like Disney also laid off 32,000 employees last year. So they're probably they they probably just haven't rehired everybody 
in order to staff those places. Because when we were going around World Showcase, the 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 people working in the pavilion, I can tell, were not from the country. Like, yeah, they, like they, because I guess they haven't reopened their cultural experience program or their cultural exchange program. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of just Americans working all of these different, uh, you know, places in World Showcase. When that's normally not the case, right? right? Like in Japan Pavilion, people from Japan staff the pavilion. Uh, you know, Germany well, you, you, and so on and so forth. You know, they should they should uh, hire uh, uh, Jake and my uh, brother to work the UK Pavilion. He could pull off the accent pretty well. I mean, he kind of sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire when he does it, but you know, I'll I'll get Tim on the on the blower. We'll send him that way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was there was a bunch of stores closed that I just was not expecting to be closed. See, which was kind of a bummer. Yeah, and here's the thing: like when I was there, I was I I was there with two children, so I was actively avoiding stores because I didn't want to take them in stores because kids like toys. So I don't. Of all the things you said, I'm, I've been sitting here thinking. Oh, wait, was that open? And I can't. I don't know. I, I did a really good job at avoiding stores. <laughs> I did a kind of good job. So, no, I, I purposely went to go into Muppets for something, and I can't remember what. And I was really disappointed Muppet. it was closed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, no! I remember what was. <clears throat> they would not let me on. Um. Um, the uh, Millennium Falcon ride with the face mask I had on. And so that was the closest store I thought might have a face mask. I went all around the fucking park before I found a different face mask. They have them in the Emporium. (laughs) Anyways, never mind. I don't even know what I was saying. Uh, Sticking in Epcot... Uh, they the the creation shop was finally open. The the former Mouse Gear, oh, which is now the creation shop. Uh, first off, it looks fan fucking tastic because they're right. It looks great, and best best of all, it does not smell like a fart anymore no. in that place. Yeah, it's like huge and wide open now. Yeah, and there uh, there's like floor to ceiling windows, so it lets in a lot of natural light. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have anxiety going in there. Yeah, anymore. it's it's not as cluttered at all. It and uh, it, they've got rid of all those like weird like '90s and early 2000s colors that were bogging that store down. <laughs> yeah. Like it looks yeah really really cool. Um, a lot of co- there's a some pretty good variety in that store too. Like I I actually thought I saw some stuff in that store that I didn't see at the Emporium, but. There were, you know, there there was a nice mix of everything. There was some cool Star Wars stuff in there. There was a lot of mouse ears. There were, you know, I, I think I got a T-shirt from that place. Um, well, and, and they still do. Going back to my previous statement, um, so I'm going to, you know, kind of negate some of my previous statement. But that store does have all the uh, Epcot-only shit. Mm-hmm. That does negate so. your previous statement. You are correct. Slightly. Uh, but speaking about the Creation Shop, so Creation Shop gets two thumbs up. I went to the mm-hmm. new Club Cool, which is attached to the new Creation Shop. 
Was the line 10 miles long like when I went? No. Actually, we walked right in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got there. We walked right in. We tried every single flavor. And I need to give a big, what the fuck is up with the, the China soda that tastes like barbecue sauce? Wait. What? Yeah. I, I Tell me more. I can't. Same. No. Listen. <laughs> I'm listen. intrigued. No. It, it, you're intrigued. But when you taste it, you're going to be like, oh, this isn't this doesn't feel right. <laughs> so Chelsea and I it went clearly in. Clearly, Jordan never drank barbecue sauce out of the bottle. <laughs> no, I have. And that's the issue. <laughs> I, know, I know what consuming barbecue sauce is supposed to be like. And it wasn't this experience. Would you compare it to drinking a gingerbread cookie? No, I wouldn't actually. Mm. Well, then this joke has been wasted. I, like, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't remember what the flavor was, but the flavor definitely like... did not match the taste. So you you have your line of of all your sodas. I started with the Beverly because it could only go up from there, <laughs> and then Chelsea goes. Yeah, Chelsea and I both got the the. This this particular soda, and we took a sip, and then we both knew it tasted familiar, but we were trying to recognize the taste with the flavor that was printed on on the little nozzle, and the the taste did not match up with the description. And then I turned and I said, "Did we just drink barbecue sauce?" And then Chelsea just out loud in front of everybody goes. Holy shit, that's what it tastes like. First of all, wow. Chelsea out loud. I wonder. <laughs> that's a rarity. You're right. And you think she they have that in our world of Coke? They maybe. I, they might. I got the flavor description right here for you. Okay, what okay. is it? Smart sour plum from China. No, no. This tasted nothing like a pl- This but, tasted like sweet baby raids. Carbonated so, sweet baby raids. So it raids. says it's a traditional uh, uh, Chinese uh, beverage that existed for over a thousand years. Has a savory, sweet, and tart flavor. Sweet baby raids, yeah. That is considered by many to... What? By many to be the ultimate sparkling thirst quencher on a hot day. <laughs> this was straight up... I mean... If you... No, listen. If sweet baby raids... <laughs> had the consistency of a soda and was carbonated, that's exactly what that shit tasted like. So so I, I have the the uh, my carbonation machine here. <laughs> I love where this is going. Jordan, you wanna come over and, let, and let's let's experiment with, with carbonated barbecue sauces. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Let's let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it, and let's film it for hot sauce. Even <laughs> I'll do you one yeah. better. <laughs> I got a Keurig machine with a my K cup. <laughs> but does it carbonate? Wait, wait no, hold on. Do they put they, they put barbecue sauces in K cups now? No, but I can put my own in the K cup. <laughs> I, I the the little make your own K cup thing. So so you'd have barbecue sauce tea. Yeah. But like concentrated. <laughs> no, see, like I'm not trying to say you guys don't. You guys still do the the carbonated one. I'll I'll do the barbecue tea, and we'll we'll compare. It'll be fantastic. This is the worst idea I've ever had. So we actually need to get 
We we actually need to get a new soda stream and and new bottles. So, so yeah, uh, let's ruin that one. Yeah, when we get the when we get the new one, let's destroy this one. Carbonate some barbecue sauce. Hey guys, can I come there in March? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a convention you should come <laughs> come to in that that month. No. Oh yeah, yeah, tattoo conventions that month. Oh. No, the toy convention. Although month. we've had this conversation before, <laughs> it didn't end well. <laughs> March 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We'll yeah. keep this on the download, but I, I'll, I'll try to get out there, guys. But let's make sure the universe doesn't hear this, okay? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, right. yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Stupid smart weather. Uh, staying in Epcot, uh, I got to ride the rat ride. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you like it? I loved it. I did. I did. I thought it was it was pretty damn cute, man. I, I wrote it, and I was like, wow, that was very satisfying. Wait, are you talking about Remy's Rise of the Resistance? Yeah, yes. okay, good. Remy, Remy's Rise of the Runaway ra- Railway. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> was it good though? Like, yeah, it was very good. And uh, I've only seen Ratatouille once. Chelsea's never seen it, so I did. I will say I did pay the a la carte for us to get in on it because it was only eleven dollars. And I'm like, all right, that's not bad. And I was like, if I'm not gonna do the virtual queue thing because I, every time I tried to wake up and do it, uh, I couldn't. <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll just pay it. Um, so I didn't, you know, that was all money that was going to the di- in the Disney budget anyway. So I didn't feel bad paying the the twenty two dollars for us to ride that. Mm. Uh, I will talk a little bit more about the a la carte later, but I did pay for it. Um, no, it was fun. Also, I think that I, I, I want to say that a lot of people give newer Disney attractions shit. For being a lot of screens, but I don't think that they take into account the interactivity, the interconnectivity of the ride car with those screens. And I think Remy, out of all three of the trackless systems, I think Remy probably does it the best. Like it interacts with what's going on in the screen a lot because like the the car like kind of bumps up and down, and like even though you're watching a screen and you know you're on a flat surface like the car will tip forward as the screen falls down so like they work in tandem with one another and i think out of the three of them remy does that the best i, I gotta say though on the runway railroad the screen the water scene. the waterfall was yeah that one was good that one was good but remy does something similar yeah. too so you well it does and that's what reminded me um, I can't remember. Was it the oven scene? I think so. Oh no, no! When you're on the roof and it tips you down from the roof yeah, into the, yeah, into yeah, the yeah. kitchen. That's what it was. Um. So leaving Epcot, uh, Trader Sam's, guys. It only took me six years, but I finally got a black fucking pearl. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Are you serious? I, uh, I'm new to this uh, world. Uh, check, check. Check Urban Dictionary. Okay. Before Jordan says anything, check the Urban Dictionary. Right. But did you really? Yeah, I did. Like, like Trader Sam's, I got the zombie mug. So I got That's the zombie. I, I mean, I have the zombie mug, but when you order a pearl, Ooh. but anytime, see that the pearl is the only drink that you always get the mug for. 
because they're they're made out of plastic. Like you can't, you just get the you order. It's a twenty dollar drink. You get the mug, but oh. but the they pull the pearl out of a faux clam, and every yeah, you have a really? one yeah you have a one in fifty chance of getting a black pearl. Nice. So, yeah. So whenever like I I have like two or three. Uh, regular pearls and then whenever we went we actually couldn't get into sam's because it was a two and a half hour wait so we just went out Mm -hmm. on the terrace instead and when our server came out i asked i said hey what's the odds of me getting a black pearl and she's like it's honestly it's one in 50 and i couldn't decide if i wanted to get the pearl and take the risk or if i wanted to get one of the holiday drinks because they had a holiday drink that looked really good Mm mm-hmm and I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to go. I'm going to go for the black pearl. And sure as shit, 10 minutes later, she came out and she handed me my drink in the black pearl. And I was nice. so fucking happy. So happy. I want to see it. Uh, it's downstairs. I'll send you a picture whenever. Uh, OK, actually, you know what? I'll send you a picture right now because I think I have a picture of it, of me drinking it. Um, drinking out of it uh, on my phone. So, but I was really, really excited when we got it because, man, I didn't think I was going to get one. So, hold on. Let me find this picture real quick. Yeah, here you go. Send it. All right. Moving on. Uh, So, speaking of Runaway Uh, Railway. uh, Nice. You got to finally experience Runaway Railway. And I really liked it. I thought it was fantastic, and I don't understand why. Like, listen, I like Great Movie Ride. Would I have been happy with an update of Great Movie Ride? Sure, probably. Uh, I, however, think that people are really, really underplaying how stunning everything looks in Runaway Railway. The animation is fucking spectacular. And everyone's like, oh, screens and projections. I'm like, buddy, this that is the that is the current state of theme park technology. Like that's I love a good audio animatronic. I'm not going to lie. But I also realize that like. Like these are the tools of the technology we have right now. This is what what's going to get utilized. And this was utilized perfectly. And I love it. Also, Jake, Jake, when you went. Did, were they doing the um, the ride show, or did you just walk right into the we ride? We walked right into the ride, so the whole pre-show thing with the screen, we didn't get to experience that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. You, oh, the pre-show was amazing. The pre-show was fantastic. All right, well, I need to go oh, back Oh, man. Yeah, you uh, But can I, can I just add on to what you're saying, though? And yes. since we've all been on it now, I'm just going to spoil the ending to the ride. That last, well, I guess second to last scene... When you're in the factory and shit's going haywire, and then yes. Minnie hits the button, and you're in the same room. You don't leave rooms, but that room like folds up, and suddenly you're in the park, and there's water and fountains and trees and shit. Yeah, in my mind, no yep. one can complain about that. You don't leave the room, but the entire so, room changes. <laughs> Beautiful. So, so I have, I, I do have one small Get complaint. Out. No, no, no. Hear me out. Um, I really like Chippendale Park Life on Disney+. Plus, And I feel like it's the same park. 
And I did not see Chippendale at all. I was disappointed. Well, <laughs> yes. I feel like this is a very personal <laughs> gripe. I, I said it's a small complaint. About chipmunk size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, question, Jordan. Yeah. Um, is it still food and wine? No, it's a uh, festival of the holidays, which was fantastic, by the way. So, so, so there was not a whole bunch of drunk assholes wandering around. Oh no, there were in the evening. It's Epcot. Like, like, it like just, it was bad. It just wasn't food towards... and wine. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so when, when we were when we were leaving, the drunk assholes were were pretty bad. Like we saw drunk assholes trying yeah, yeah, to wrestle. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. And Josh complaining about drunk assholes um, always makes me laugh. I'm just a drunk asshole on this podcast. <laughs> Jordan, you've been around me drunk. I'm pretty nice in real life. <laughs> I'm pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'll give him that. I get all Whenever you get, uh, whenever Josh gets drunk in front of you in person, he gets really excited about everything that's around him. <laughs> he, you do. I don't say that as a bad thing. But like, like, like I was at Josh's house. And he goes, "Dude, check out this seashell." And then, and then, <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why we have conch shells. Yeah, that's why I have conch now. <laughs> So wait, are you telling me that in real life when Josh gets drunk, he just goes full of golden retriever energy? Yeah. Nice. That's adorable. Um, <laughs> all right, sticking sticking in Hollywood Studios. So I, I have a little bit of a major gripe about Galaxy's Edge. Oh. Now, I want to preface this with saying I understand that Disney has laid off 32,000 plus employees that they're trying to recoup. I also want to say that I realize that these cast members have been working their asses off through a pandemic, um, which we are still not out of. Like we have not made the pandemic to endemic switch over yet. Um, so I, I want to say that. Fully acknowledging that I'm I'm showing giving 100% grace where grace is due, and that is to all of the cast members. However, something I noticed that has changed is that they don't the cast members in Galaxy's Edge don't really do the immersive thing anymore. Oh. So so like the whenever I went in 2020, they were all bright suns. Welcome to Batu. Oh, if you need something, you have to go off world to get that, meaning the other portion of the park. Like like the the fact that they were speaking that Galaxy's Edge was its own contained universe and you had to go off world to get something. Like it's they were, uh, you know, if you oh, do you have credits? Oh, no, it's like use your credit card, you know, like all of that was just not there this trip. And I was asking about a piece of merchandise, and I said, hey, I know that the Life Day merchandise came out. I'm looking for this mug. 
And then the cast member was like, yeah, just check the front of the park. And I was like, oh. I'm in a park? Oh. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. Man. And and in fairness, that cast member did answer my question. They're, you know, they were trying to help me. They're like, yeah, you can maybe check the, the stores in the front of the park, which put a pin in that for, uh, for a second. We'll circle back around to that. But the the whole immersion of like, you know, the bright suns and rising moons of Batu just was not there. And I I was bummed because I was like, oh, oh, no, I go I get to go experience Star Wars. I can finally after a year and a half of shitty pandemic stuff, I can go to Star Wars and just escape it for just even if it's just five minutes. Like I was looking forward to it. And then everybody working there was just kind of like. Yeah, whatever. I was like, ah, man, listen, I'm, and I'm, I'm trying not to be angry about it because, again, they've had a shitty year, probably dealing with a lot of shitty people. And I don't want to – far be it for me, I don't want to be one of those shitty people. But I was like – I was just a little saddened whenever I was like, man, that's a bummer. But like, could, could you just say like off-world or something? Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, just listen, man. Like, you don't have to lay it on thick. Just, just throw me a bone. <laughs> um, and, but like what Josh was saying about the merchandise is, it used to be a lot of that stuff was only available in Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Galaxy's Edge merchandise. There's a Star Wars shop right at the fucking front of the park now that sells all the stuff. That you can get in mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge. Oh. And I was like, ah, oh, that makes... Uh, I'm like, you know, I understand that you probably moved it up here because you needed to fill space and you wanted to... You're probably making the, the market less crowded up there. And I, I, I understand, but it's... You know, like this, it's cooler to say, hey, I bought this at Galaxy... I bought this on Batu. Yeah. I bought this on Batu, not... I bought this at the store at the front of the park, right? Like, wait, where did where so, did you buy the lizard monkey? Oh, I, I got it from the creature okay, shop okay. in on <laughs> um, Still cool. But I bought I also bought a Life Day T-shirt, and I was actually going to buy it from the store right next to this one, but they didn't have my size, and the place that did have my size was the store at the front of the park. So I I had to get that one there. So. I understand why they're they spaced out the merchandise just for social distancing, uh, which is kind of out the window at this point. Because man, let me tell you, those parks were fucking busy this week. Yeah, fucking busy. Um, they also don't give out the the job cards for Smuggler's Run anymore. I never had a job card. Yeah, well, see when we went. Like when you would go and they would say like how many in your party, they would give us the job cards so that way when you uh, went to the cast member that was seating you, uh-huh. you would hand them like your pilot card and they'd be like you're this you're in this seat. Oh. So they they got rid of the cards. Yeah, when I was there it was you would only ride with your group, so I guess it was just like fight yeah. amongst yourselves. Yeah, 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 and they didn't allow free roaming in the Millennium Falcon. Oh, weird. Well, uh, this time. Yeah, that. So, yeah, we didn't get that. Oh. Um, so before I end, I want to talk about Genie Plus 
I'm going to try to make this as quick as possible. Uh, the 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 Clips Notes version is I definitely don't think it is a superior system to the old FastPass Plus system that we used to get. Um, my issue that I that I ran into, uh, Josh, I know whenever you went, you said you had an issue of them moving your times. Uh, I never had an issue with that. However, my issue was that since we were staying at the parks, we were able to wake up at seven to make our first one, but we weren't able to choose our time. So you just have to like keep checking until it's around a time. Like it's like, for example, if I wanted to go on the Kilimanjaro safari and I woke up at seven, they would be like, Oh, the next one's at 1030. I'm like, well, I don't want to ride it at 1030 cause I'm not going to be at the park in 1030. So I had to wait and keep refreshing in order to book that genie plus when it was a time that I felt comfortable going on that ride. Yes. But, you can't pick your time. Yeah. They pick it for you. You can pick your time. If you pay the a la carte, if you pay the a la carte, uh, for which I did for rise of the resistance, I did it for Ratatouille and I did it for, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud and admitting this, but I did it for space mountain. I, I'm totally fine with this. I love Space Mountain. Yeah, but I mean, I've I've ridden Space Mountain hundreds of times without paying for it. So, but anyway, that's that's a whole other conversation. So, like, when you pay for it, you, you can choose like option. There's options of like hours, like window hours mm-hmm. that you can you can uh, choose to to ride. My problem is that, like, let's say theoretically, I go to I'm going to Magic Kingdom and I wake up at seven and I see a a lightning lane selection for Haunted Mansion at 11 a.m. So I tap on it. I have from 11 to 12 to go and do that lightning lane. I can immediately make another lightning lane after my second uh, after I tap my magic band the second time, Mm -hmm. you know, like the old fast pass lanes, you tap your magic band once and you tap it twice once you get closer to the ride. After that second tap, you can go back in and make another selection. The problem is now everything until like 5.30 p.m. or 6.30 p.m. has been taken. Right. So from, from I am now in the park for five hours where I cannot make uh, a lightning lane pass for something I want to do. So now I have this five-hour window where I'm, I'm standing in standby. So I essentially paid. Oh, and also by that time, I'm ready to park hop. So I'm not even going to use the lightning lane for this park anymore. I'm going to use lightning lane for whatever park I'm hopping to. So I essentially felt like I paid $15 a day to stand in standby and maybe get one. Now, there were a couple days where where Genie Plus in the Lightning Lane did work out well for us. There were times that we got like four rides in uh, with it. But again, if I'm making one in the morning and I'm waking up at seven to make uh, a Lightning Lane around 10 or 11, and then I, I go to make my second one and I can't make my second one for five or six hours later, I think that's a big issue. So because... Oh, sorry, finish. No, 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 because... Some of the standby lines moved fairly quickly, but at the same time, I used to be able to book three things that I was guaranteed to a ride on 
Whereas I'm now just paying to stand in lines. Yeah. So I can't believe. So how, how should I start this? I thought that they would implement the thing that they used to do with the legacy fast pass system, like back when it was paper tickets, where you could get a new one either after your ride time or in they had a contingency for this exact situation. If your ride time was way far out, then it was after two hours of holding this one. So if you got to the park and you got like a five o'clock fast pass for like five o'clock that night, but you're at the park at eight in the morning, you could get another one at 10 o'clock after the two hours has passed, but you'll still have that five o'clock one. Does that make sense? That's how the legacy system was. And I'm just a little surprised that they didn't implement that either after your ride time or after two hours of holding on to this one. Yeah, I was... I was not a fan of Genie. You, you, and I still think that there's a happy medium. Like, if I'm able to make, let's say, I can make two lightning lanes and I can choose a time. Uh-huh. Like, if, if you can let me make two and choose the times for them, then I can, I can fill out the rest of my day because I can tell you that the genie plus section where, or the, the genie section of genie plus where you, it builds your day for you. Uh-huh. Like, I don't fucking need that because I've been to Disney world tons of times before. So it's not, oh, it's yeah. not for me. Like, I don't need that because I already know what rides I want. <clears throat> yeah. I don't need the app. Yeah. I feel like, that. I, feel, I feel like they need to start with uh choose your experience level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Like if we laugh, but well, but then again, someone's going to confuse that and then go to guest relations. Yeah. So I, I hope that they work the kinks out of this system. I mean, I try to give it a pass because it's brand new. But, you know, here we are. It definitely, it definitely needs to be fine, too, yeah. because I wasn't I wasn't a fan. Yeah, that's no, it's 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 fucking garbage. <laughs> So it it was there. It does I I feel like. Sorry, Jordan. Go no, ahead. No, no. Uh, let me just real quick. Uh, the Saturday that we were there, we went to Magic Kingdom, and I understand going to Disney World on a weekend is going to be busy, but um, we got to Magic Kingdom probably around like ten thirty, eleven o'clock. We did. We stood in three lines. Oh no, no. I take it back. Let me let me rephrase that. We did three things. One of those things was the line for Starbucks. It's <laughs> not a thing. We did nice. the line for Starbucks. We did Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger, Spin. And I think oh, I had a, I had a lightning lane for, for uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Nice. And then when we went to go to Haunted Mansion, it was a 60-minute wait. To get into Haunted Mansion. The line went from the, the front doors of the mansion all the way back under the canopy out of the gate around under the little um, the little like uh, other canopy that they have across from Memento Mori. Yeah. Out down the landing by the the Liberty Bell. Holy shit. So that's how long it was when I was there. But that was with six foot spacing, so it was a really yeah. No, this this was not. What, what, there was no six foot spacing in this. What road was this? Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Oh, oh, I, I've I've 
Yeah, I've I've been on where you know the overflow that wraps around by the river. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this, this was almost into Frontierland. Like that's how long that line. Yeah. Yep, I've I've done that. It sucks. So my takeaway from Genie Plus is the biggest flaw, just from what you've both said, is that it would work best on a not crowded day. No, it would work best if they threw the fuck no, no, away. No, yeah, but and okay, but that's not an option they're not going to do that. <laughs> like as it is now, it would work best on a not crowded day, which ironically is when you, you would need it the least. Uh, I would say that. So the funny thing is, yeah. is that Josh Taylor, friend of the show, Josh Taylor, did Genie Plus because they just uh, did Genie Plus over at Disneyland. They just brought that out mm-hmm. over there. And he did Genie Plus at his park, and he had almost a complete opposite experience than I did. So his was good? Yeah. (laughs) Which is weird because Disneyland is always fucking busy. Yep. So, but I, I, there were some days that it, Genie Plus slightly worked in our favor, but overall system, not, did, didn't, did not enjoy Mm. Give me, give me back my Fast Pass Plus, like, uh, not my Fast Pass Legacy, but my Fast Pass Plus. Man, it, that was you can't. There's no way that you can convince me that Genie Plus is a better system. Oh, the the Fast Pass machines that give you a printed ticket were better. That's Legacy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm. I like those, but I knew how to game the system, so it was fun. And there's also a lot of running involved. <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember when you freaking grabbed that shit out of that dude's head and you're like, run! <laughs> <laughs> That's Radiator Springs Racers. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy and his rascal. <laughs> But no, that's not what happened at all. No, no, you make me sound like an asshole. I was there. I saw the whole thing. Hey, uh, Morgan says that Jordan is a better system. I am. And Jillian agreed. And I agree, too. So, next, Jillian, next time you book my Disney World trip, um, will you get me on Jordan Plus instead of Genie Plus? Thanks. Uh, I don't Jordan Plus. I'll take the Joe Dan Plus. <laughs> oh, that's a totally different system. You have strong thumbs for the Joe Dan Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me, today's episode brought to- <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by <laughs> Joe Dan's Rub and Tug Emporium. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a shirt. Jordan, can I make a Joe Dan's Rub and Tug Emporium shirt? Uh, sure. Yes. <laughs> I like that I just have these random notes on my desk, and it, if some if some tragic <laughs> ever happens to me, and then you know they have to go through my belongings and stuff, and they find my notes, they're gonna think I was insane. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because the uh, the one that says, "Oh my God, there are hermit crabs." <laughs> I have one here that says, "You can die slower in space." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, can we switch over to disaster hour real quick for uh, for Josh? What you wanted to talk about? Uh, I. I, I, I... Well, I wanted to do a whole Christmas Carol 
uh, uh, rank shit. Oh, we've done that. But uh, I, I, we've done that. Huh? I think it was last year. The yeah. movie. Yeah, I did the Muppet ones. Win? I mean, it wasn't so much a rank shit as it was a roundtable discussion. Uh, uh, okay, well, uh, did the Muppets yeah, win? Yeah, yeah, but just, just. Okay, okay, good. We don't, we don't have to do well, this. Well, no, anymore. but here's the thing. I came prepared. <laughs> because I like I, I asked you if we've done this yet, and you said but then no. I rem- at the time I didn't think we had. But then I went back and looked, <laughs> and we had. But here's the thing. You know what we didn't do? We didn't read. We didn't read uh, some one star reviews on these movies. No, oh, good <laughs> lord. So I guess we're we're doing. Uh, you gonna send them to us? Uh, okay. So I, I got three versions of the Christmas Carol. I got the uh, the Jim Carrey one. <laughs> I got the George C. Scott okay. one and the Muppet one. So I'll, I'll, okay. So Josh, what one do you want? So, so does it say? I, no, just randomly send them out. Let's guess which one it is. Well, no, because like they're described in the. Oh so, damn! Okay, I'll take the George C. Scott. Uh, one. All right. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll take the I'll, I'll take the Jim Carrey one. All right, Josh gets Jim Carrey. Jordan, let's see, where are you? Jordan gets. <laughs> Jordan, I hope you like this one. <laughs> I will take Muppets. So I'm, I'm going to go first with the Muppet one. And the, the, So these one-star reviews are off of Amazon. And they're... <laughs> Good, Jordan just read his. Uh, fucking... <laughs> it makes no sense. I, I need Jordan to go last. So I'm gonna go first. This this is one star review off of Amazon for the Muppet Christmas Carol. One star, boring. Uh, this was reviewed on December 29th, 2018. This movie was created post Jim Henson, so keep that in mind. Michael Caine acted as though he was in need of quick cash. Not quite the heart and soul performance <laughs> one would like to see from him. The Muppets weren't funny. The songs were so bad we advanced through them. Gonzo abused Rizzo in a most passive-aggressive way that was never even cute, let alone funny. Okay, there was a cute moment when Rizzo kissed Gonzo on the beak. Nose. Whatever that protuberance is. At any rate, avoid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, disagree, I disagree with, well, everything I heard, because I was... Over. I disagree with I, all that, except... I give that I give that rating one star. Yeah! Oh, what if you could rate ratings? I, I, well, I guess that's what we're doing. So, so, so I, I feel like you can't, I, I can't, I, you, you can't abuse Rizzo because he's into that shit. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. <laughs> Morgan just said, uh, Scrooge and One More Sleep Till Christmas are bangers. And Morgan, you are not wrong. Like, yeah. Every song in that freaking... So, so the the kids and I watched that on uh, Disney Plus, and they took out the song that Scrooge's uh, oh, girlfriend that sang. They took that out like a long time ago, like on DVD. Yeah, they releases. took that a, yeah a while ago. Yeah, really? yeah. Uh, I was really disappointed. And most of the one star reviews. Because I, I think even what like oh, there's only okay. one of the DVD releases that that has that in there as yeah. well. So. 
Which yeah. I don't understand. I, I will say that is a valid complaint because that song really tight. Because they do a rep- re- reprise reprise of it at the end of the movie. Yeah. So the reprise yeah. is pointless if yeah. you don't have the song in it. So anyway, other than that, yeah. still a fantastic oh, movie. But um, uh, yeah. If uh, but I, I'm still gonna stick by it. Rizzo's into that shit. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Like he he was when they introduced him in the fucking Muppet movie. Yeah. <laughs> Salacious crumb is into that shit too. All right, Josh, give us give us a Jim yeah. Carrey Christmas Carol one star review. This is from the J Brothers. Verified purchase. I'd give negative stars if I could. Reviewed in the United States on January twenty second, twenty twenty one. It's a few days late. <laughs> this movie was dark and disturbing and most assuredly not appropriate for children. Has he not read the book? <laughs> I felt like they totally missed the intended message and just tried to give kids nightmares of their own. Oh, my God. Again. Read a book. Promptly returned it after not even bothering to finish it. <laughs> Can, can you do that on Amazon? I, I don't know. Maybe he bought the DVD. Yeah. Okay, but... <laughs> it, like, like, the books... The book's a harsh lesson on don't be an asshole. Isn't it? I mean, basically. Like, it's been, it's been since... I, I read it in high school... Or was it uh, the other one, Oliver and the Chocolate Factory? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Jordan's not paying attention anymore. You read, all, you read <laughs> Oliver and Company, Josh. <laughs> that's it was that's a, right. It was like the Golden that. Book I like, version. I like, yeah, I like Cheech's character in that book. <laughs> oh, man. Was that your whole review? Yeah, but it's supposed to be dark and disturbing. Jesus Christ, the Mickey Mouse one was dark and disturbing. The book starts off literally with Marley was dead to begin with. Yeah, but the Mickey Mouse cartoon scared the shit out of me as a child. They all did. Yeah, Peg Leg Pete is the Grim Reaper. Changed my view of Peg Leg Peak for Pete. That's that pig like peaks the mountain over here. Weird. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, that's a Koopa Troopa. <laughs> All right, to wrap up this show, let's go out with a banger. This is I sent Jordan the one star review for the George C. Scott version, which I feel like most people agree. If your favorite version isn't the Muppet version, it is the George C. Scott version, right, guys? Like, are we all on yeah, board with that? Yeah, it's one or the yeah. other. So, <laughs> Jordan, the floor is yours. Hey, uh, you Scrooge? This is, this is a, a verified purchase off Amazon. And the review says, question mark, question mark, did not buy. <laughs> don't, don't do that when I'm taking a drink or something. Oh, God, you can't do that. 
to do with the movie at all. I got, I got eggnog coming out my nose. <laughs> oh, this has gone far better than I was expecting it to go. Oh, God, why? Did not buy, but it's a verified purchase. And, Someone and is lying! Title, <laughs> and the title is Amazon Customer Never Purchased. Oh, hell. Okay, well, that's that's the best place we could possibly end this episode. Everybody, next week, stay tuned for our, our very large end-of-year celebration where me and Jordan and Josh and Chloe and Ryan and Jeremy are all going to sit down for a good old-fashioned Christmas-themed round of Dungeons & Dragons. It's going to be fantastic. I need to make my character. So does Josh. Oh, I, I, I found my character, so. <laughs> I need to tell okay. Ryan to actually make a character this time. Last time he didn't. Still fun, though. So uh, stay tuned next week. That'll be our last episode of the year. Coming back in 2022 with a whole new setup. It's going to be fantastic. Allegedly. I, I don't actually know yet. I mean, we will be back, but hopefully the setup is fantastic. I'm putting all my faith in Josh Taylor on this one, so. Anyway, on that note, uh, bye. Psst. <sharp inhale>